Hello, my name is Rosie and I am one half of the duo that brings you this podcast. Pause and play it forward. And my name is Nicola and I'm the other half of Pause and Play It Forward. And over the next 40 or so minutes, we aim to introduce you to some new music and remind you of something familiar. We do this with Music Club, in which we review two albums. This episode is AJ Tracy's Flu Game and Bjork's album Debut. And there will no doubt be some reminiscing. Rosie and I love to reminisce and also some facts. I do love a bit of research. Uh, We will also be compiling our top five of songs featuring capital cities. So if you're wondering what to listen to next, give us a listen and we can help you out. Every song we talk about is on a Spotify playlist that we compile the link is in the show description and as are the links to our social media and we always start with music club and we also i've noticed tend to start with the older album first weirdly Uh, so let's begin with bjork's debut nicola oh how exciting so exciting so exciting what happened when i suggested this were you like oh my goodness i've not listened to this for ages or is it one of your regular go-to's it's the former it was definitely I haven't listened to this for such a long time surprisingly because this is an album on its release that I listened to huge amounts and so actually I'm not quite sure what happened in that sort of hinterland in between listening to it for a you know non-stop and then suddenly it kind of got nicely filed away but when you when you when you when you suggested this for this week I was so delighted I, I just adore this album and I'd forgotten how much I had until I listened to it again. Yeah, I think I can safely say that when it first came out, none of us had ever listened to anything like it before, had we? No, it was so innovative. Um, Slightly divisive, because some people are not a great fan of her voice, are they? They find it a bit much. No, that's that's right, yeah. And also, it is a little bit bonkers, isn't it? You know, it's it's everything. It's just everything all the time. And that's that's quite... That can be quite difficult. Um, I didn't listen to it in 1993, really. Only the singles. So there were more than this, but the ones I really remember were Big Time Sensuality, Violently Happy and Venus as a Boy. And actually, Venus as a Boy, I think, will always be my favourite song on this album album it 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 kind of touches me um oh my god me too yeah yeah but I um didn't really listen to the album until uh the noughties really I just discovered it again um uh, you know what it's like you just kind of think oh yeah that one also it was different in the 90s we only had a certain amount of money we could spend it was we didn't have um access to things like spotify or youtube and and so you know i'm i was probably buying the the uh i was probably buying the latest like new look outfit or uh something yeah. like <laughs> another bag it's so true <laughs> you had to be really selective didn't you and i would yeah. have been the same i would have been you know in miss selfridge buying a yeah, exactly. There's not not much material, probably. I think I was in an experimental music stage at that at the point. You know, I was 15 when this album was released. I was still sort of headbanging to Nirvana, <laughs> uh, not doing it very well. I felt I feel like um, oh, Madonna's erotica album had come out the year before. I think I was trying to just you know I was quite impressionable, perhaps. And I thought that I was really cool listening to this album because it was quite a diversion, say, from some of the other stuff that I probably was listening to. So 
but I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it felt like she was a real feminist, didn't it? She was really... So and do you remember she got she much. got into trouble for, like, being not very nice to photographers and just generally... She, she wasn't an enfant terrible, but she just... She did her own thing. But then I didn't realise she'd kind of been famous since age 11, so I'm guessing that she'd, uh, she'd just had enough of it, really. Yeah. I, I don't think she was a household name, necessarily, uh, until she became part of the Sugar Cubes. But she, you know, pe- people definitely bought her album. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, I mean, she's such a character, isn't she? Wasn't she or isn't she? And I really liked that about her. You know, I just thought she was so interesting, very innovative. I also used to find it difficult to put her music, or particularly this album, into one category because it's so it's so so. Um, it's funny. I'd I'd forgotten how dancey it is actually. It's uh, completely. Listen. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's, she'd started working with Nelly Hooper, hadn't she, on this? Yeah. Yeah. And he'd just been working with uh, Soul to Soul and. Masswatek and stuff. So yeah, um, but it won the NME Album of the Year in 1993, Did and it? she won know. the Brit Awards for Best International Female Artist and Newcomer as well. So she's won that twice, Best International Female. Yeah, she reminds me a bit of Kate Bush. She doesn't really fit into any kind of um, hole, does she? She, she? You can't you can't pigeonhole her in any way. But absolutely, she seems to quite revel in that because you know even just with her outfits and stuff. Obviously, the famous outfit with the swan. Um, but just I just loved. I remember finding her really interesting like you said she was quite rebellious but not she's I always think maybe it's her voice as well there was a bit of vulnerability in her voice you know she's quite can be quite playful and quite childlike sometimes and that comes out in some of her music but then she had that really rebellious side that I really like she didn't really care what people seemed to think which was good um, I really like. I really liked. It felt really nice to go back to it, and it, it, it was really funny as well because it felt like, oh yeah, I remember how innovative this is. But it sounds slightly old-fashioned now. You know? <laughs> know? Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. It, it, it. Some of the beats didn't sound quite as good as they would if it was reproduced now. I think. Totally agree. At the time, it felt really innovative. Like you said, never mm. had really hadn't really heard anything a bit. Like it before, yeah. less so now. But I think, right, interestingly, when you'd asked me to listen to this, I then listened to it in various at various points, like we normally do during our week. And often, if I'm on my commute, I listen to it. You know what? I couldn't listen to this album and read at the same time. It was sorry, it really weird happened. It was like it grabbed my attention so much. I felt like I just couldn't. I had to do one or the other. I had to listen. I had to just sit and listen to it and absorb it and take it in, or I'd had to switch it off and read because I couldn't do both. And I'm not sure perhaps it was just re-familiarizing myself with it it's got quite a lot of different um, like the musical arrangements throughout are really varied there's quite a lot going on isn't there so I just couldn't listen so I had to I needed a couple of listens of just pure listening which is quite nice um uh loads of different sounds love all the different sounds like the different beats and the strings and the drums and the oh just loads there's a lot going on it's everything isn't it there is everything yeah it's like everything is chucked at the song and yeah um so which one's your favorite do you think well i thought of you because i was interested to know what what of of the tracks on this album if you leaned more towards the housey dancey ones or if you leaned more towards the say more chilled songs um for me, I leaned more. I leaned more towards the chilled song. So there's three tracks in this album that I could listen to all day. Uh, it's one day, aeroplane, and come to me. 
I always sort of grouped them together when I used to listen to this mm. album. Remember that, even though they're not, they don't consecutively necessarily follow. Because uh, I really like all the different elements. It's really sultry and seductive and kind of gorgeous. And I loved. Yeah, I lean more towards the slightly more chilled ones than the interesting. I, I big the big ones. I really do like "Come to Me." Um, I really like her version of the jazz standard, like "Someone in Love" as well. I just think it's a really Me nice too. version. Um, but I think probably, yeah, I I do prefer the um, big time sensuality and violently happy. So I think I am, I'm a bit more than you are. I thought of you because I thought, um, I'm sorry if this is a, a, an incorrect comparison, but I thought, would Rose like this because of the kind of sort of massive attack kind of vibe? Yeah. The, the, those kind of beats. I wondered if you would be more into that. Um and, it, and it's not that I didn't, because I love big time sensuality. Uh, I love it. Um, I, yeah, I was just more taken, I guess, with the. Um, you know what I do like? There's a part in There's More to Life Than This. Does it, you know, like it sounds like she's going out, she's out for the night and she's taking someone clubbing. And then she goes somewhere where, where she goes into a room, shuts the door, and you can hear the sort of cl- club noise. I love that. It, it was, I love her voice when she starts talking about I could get a boat and sneak out of this party and get my ghetto, gl- blaster, but, ghetto blaster. But obviously, she says it in her Icelandic accent, which is so gorgeous, like that lovely pronunciation. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm contradicting myself because I do like the the dancey stuff as well. Just um, I just find oh, like like sound. you said, it's it's enthralling, isn't it? The album, and it's yeah, uh, great it, it's great to it was great to listen to while I was driving. Actually, it really reminded me. Of, I went to uni in 1994, and I think I just have like a bit of an, a, a a memory of of being able to hear it coming out of someone's someone's room. You know, it's just yeah, really, that's lovely, really nice. That's really nice. But I, um, yeah, I really want to talk to you as well about the cover really quickly because the <gasps> cover. The colours are nice, aren't they? And she looks like she's just got out of bed and put someone else's jumper on, doesn't she? (laughs) She so does. And manages to still look just lovely. Yeah, I love it. Uh, It's sort of slightly fluffy jumper, isn't it? I remember buying a jumper from Topshop that was a bit like that. <laughs> sort of fluffy and stuff. It was really like, irritating. Yeah. Like, literally went right yeah, up yeah. my nose. God, that's making um, my nose itch just thinking about it. Slight rash, yeah. like yeah. around the neck. Yeah. But, you know, it was fine. Or you do that for fashion. But, yeah, I agree. I loved it. I love her bed hair. She still looks really cool. Um, the um, I don't even know how you describe it. You know, like, underneath her eyes, like, the little sort of glittery yeah. bits. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, love it. Great, sort of understated, but really lovely front cover and slightly looks a bit vulnerable there and I do hear that sometimes in her voice mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know if she is maybe she's not but maybe that's the playful childlike stuff but um love the cover yeah it's it's lovely yeah me too me too and lovely warm colors and stuff yeah I just um anyway I think it's one of those one of those albums that that um kind of should be in everyone's collection so yeah I agree. I was so pleased to listen to this again. I I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was such a it was such a sort of trip. It was it was definitely nostalgic and uh, reminded me of certain times. You know, I listened to it loads when I when it came out, but also it was just really really refreshing to listen to it again. I'd sort of forgotten all of the different intricate parts of the, some of the tracks, like like with Aeroplane, I could listen to the opening of that on a loop. It's a bit like I could listen to it instead of like the car map at night. I could just listen to that like 
Just like all map. of those different sounds. Oh, like the, oh, you know, like the calm. Oh, calm. Like I thought you said it's a car map. It's, and I was like, oh my god, do they talk about like driving places in this like <laughs> app? <laughs> and you gradually go to sleep. Oh, as I see. Yeah, like, then you just drop off. <laughs> or maybe it's about cars and it's so boring that you just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you just drop off anyway. <laughs> I, I just think like sometimes it's just the the, the opening of that. It's sort of lulls you into like a bit of a like drop off because it's so mm. lovely but um great choice loved it thank you so much for reminding me of this amazing album because i and loved it, it. so, it so one good. that we both clearly hold quite dear to one that i had never heard before and it was your suggestion so yeah i so i'd asked you to listen to flu game by aj tracy he i'm sure you know this ways already he is um really respected uh his this album was one of the most highly anticipated releases in british rap when it was released sophomore album as we talked about <laughs> last time um i i my sort of um familiarity i guess with aj tracy is around what he does with garage sounds really you know yeah. i was always drawn to that like the fact that he used that um, um well his mum had been a, a jungle dj a had DJ? she yeah um yeah, or maybe a jungle. Anyway, oh. something to do with jungle. Oh, yeah, to look up. that's interesting. So you know, all, it loved all of that kind of stuff about him. Uh, he's collaborated with some fantastic artists, um, but didn't really know much about him apart from we. I think we talked about this last time. Ladbroke Grove, that that track, bit of collaboration. Yeah. So I came. I kind of went into this completely fresh and. I wanted to uh, think about Jamal Edwards. We talked about this last time and his sad passing and lots of artists that he had helped to expose. Um, AJ Tracy was one of them. So I thought this could be interesting. Um, and so I went in completely fresh. Didn't know any of the tracks apart from, I think, the last one I'd heard before, West Ham with Mabel. Yeah, so what would, what did you think? I've, I, I've been wondering. I thought, oh, where, where, how is this going to land with us both this week? Yeah, um... I started to like it at Daft Pick. And do, have you got the same thing? And I know that like cheerleader and stuff are really, really popular. But actually, I think Daft Pick's about five or six songs in. And until then, I was thinking, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know? yeah. And then, so and then Daft Pick started and I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> and, then, and then at Glocky, it went up another like not and then little more love went up again and then at top dog which basically sounds like a uk version of a snoop snoop dog song (laughs) i think it's i think it's supposed to um uh like i think that's probably my favorite really love the sample in dinner guest and then west 10 with mabel and it was just like (laughs) it was like it was like it built and built and built and built until it was just like until I thought, yeah, yeah, I want to listen to that again. But actually, I would still quite happily skip over the first three, four songs, to be honest. So interesting. I felt the same, but I came in a bit later than you. I have to say the first six, I think I came in, yeah, probably from A Little More Love. Um, I initially was a bit like, oh, God, oh, this is a bit hit and miss for me, quite honestly. Very experimental, but I wasn't that keen on... It was a bit too hard for me, the first few, few tracks. I, I, it made me remember that I like a song with a melody yeah. and there were no melodies it's, it's at all exactly the in the first few songs. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. And I thought, is that is that because I'm old? You know, when you're like, is that is that because I feel a bit old? And then I thought, no, no, I've all... Even when I was, you know, 
young and hip. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously you I still I are, was hip. obviously. Um, yeah, but do you know what I mean? When yeah. I was, even when I was a lot younger, it would I wouldn't have liked it until I got to the more, uh, yeah, the more the more melodic music so much i think that's why i've always been more a fan of hip-hop than i have rap because hip-hop i love the samples and i love the different sounds and uh, yeah exactly rose the first few tracks i was like i'm not it's a bit hard for me it's a bit hit and miss undoubtedly like talks a lot about i feel like he's really proud of his hometown there's a lot of uk stuff i love that you know i was getting into that but i just there were no hooks for me i couldn't like get it until it became a bit more introspective a bit more in the middle and a bit more reflective um and then I sort of got more, yeah, I got more into it um, with with the bangers, I guess. They turned into bangers rather than tracks that I probably would have quite happily in the background but wasn't really aware of what was going on until I think, like, one of the standouts for me was um, Summertime Shootout featuring T-Pain because it was really, really strange, actually. It was timely because um, I've been watching this series on Netflix called This Is Pop. It's really good. I would so definitely good, recommend it. it. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you seen it, Rose? Yeah. Did you see the T-Pain um, episode about yes. auto-tune? Yes, I did, yeah. And I felt really... Um, I sorry felt really for sorry him, for him. Yeah. yeah. He had obviously, you know, got, he was really affected by what Usher had... Uh, allegedly said that he'd ruined music and yeah basically yeah, really he, he wasn't the first to use auto-tune in music but he was the first to kind of take it to another level wasn't he because he yeah. cites he cites um believed by Cher as being the first one doesn't he in he that does, this is pop yeah um and then and then and he says but I was just I was basically just using another musical instrument um uh, you know auto-tune um and then was really 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 criticized for it but yeah no I, I felt really sorry for him and I, I thought yeah like really, yeah I mean not not that sorry obviously but just felt a bit he made a lot of money but I know that's not the thing but yeah I did and did you see also in the episode which I then watched in its entirety he did an NPR Tiny Desk concert yeah and his voice was amazing that that song I think it's like sure buy you a drink um, and uh, he he took it down to it he's sort of its raw basic level and his voice was amazing and he said after his oh there was you know so many the, the reaction made him feel happy but also a bit sad because people were saying oh he can actually sing yeah. Whereas he was like, I could always sing. I just chose to enhance it with this, you know, this sound. But um, I thought it was quite timely because we've been talking about T-Pain in our, in our house this week. So I liked the, uh, going back to AJ Tracy, I did like that track. It was um, a bit lighter him. as, despite, yeah, despite the uh, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, the title, it was, yeah. yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it felt a bit more, um, yeah, it felt a bit happier as well, actually, didn't it? A little it? bit, didn't yeah. it? And then it kind of went on from there. I mean, I liked some of the, the lyrics, uh, some of them are quite nice. I liked, um, not all, I have to say some of them I didn't like. I didn't like some of the lyrics, but I... I found that a bit problematic sometimes, but I did like some of them. I like there was one from uh, Dinner Guest with featuring Mostak, which was like posh girls want to take me back to their yard. I don't care if Pops is racist. Tell your dad I'm a star. So it's kind of like cheeky. He touches upon certain issues. He, he like he, you know I think that was quite quite. There's a little bit of humour peppered through it. Like I said, some of the lyrics I really didn't like. No, some of it didn't hit that sit that well with me. You know, I was really conflicted about this album, and then I I thought in terms of the music, it got it got more uh, appealing as it went as it went on. Um, are you gonna? I don't think. I think from what you've said, I think probably the album itself won't be one that's on regular rotation for us. But are there any songs so. that you would that you would? Uh, 
Are you going to pop onto a playlist? Yeah, I would say like dinner, t- dinner guest because it's got yeah. the push the feeling on the night crawlers. Such a good song. Such Isn't a good it sample. still such yeah. a good sample? Yeah, such a good such a good use of the sample. Such a good song still. Um, I did like that. My stack. Um, I did like West Ham featuring Mabel. I thought like as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, oh great. I did realise I didn't know this. So I, perhaps I don't know. Is it a bit more commercial? Maybe that makes me a bit uncool. Maybe. But, um, Maybe. But also, I think there's something really nice about. Um, a male voice and a female voice on a record as well so yeah. I don't think it's necessarily you know liking something you know I just think that is what is pleasing to everyone's ear not just us yeah definitely so very complimentary you know they complimented each other well um, so yeah I think like with with AJ Tracy I still maintain, I still believe that he's really talented I think he's got a lot of versatility he's obviously really popular um and i really respect him as an artist but yeah perhaps with this album i would probably extract a few tracks from it rather than listen to it into its in, in its entirety yeah. over and over again Same. Uh, but yeah i think got a lot of respect for him though. i think probably i would i'm gonna add top dog Dinner Guest and West Ten. I think those are my three that I'll take from it. But I'm really pleased I listened to it and I would urge friends to listen to it as well just to say I think it's it's probably a, a really good album to listen to because he's big in UK music and, you know, yeah, really good absolutely. To, to, to just um, listen to everything. Yeah. And flying the flag, definitely, because I do like the, um, the fact that he's really successful and he is, yeah, that he, he talks about London a lot, which is great. There was one bit of trivia, but you probably know this already. Uh, it's probably not that fresh. Do you know why it's called Flu Game? No, um, no, I don't know. The basketball reference is in the title. Um, it was an NBA finals match in which Michael Jordan had food poisoning, but managed to score a match winning 38 points. Oh. So that's, the, <laughs> that's my one bit. Trivia I thought <laughs> I thought your trivia was going to be that he is his childhood um, football team was Tottenham Hotspur and he still really loves them and he got to model their kit. <laughs> I did read that as well and I thought that was lovely. <laughs> 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 it did. It did make me think. I was also once asked to model for the Crystal Palace catalogue. No. Where when you? I say model, when I say model, I obviously use that term really lo- like sort of loosely, as in we need someone to fill the space. What about that girl that works in the club shop? <laughs> and did you do it? <laughs> no, I refused because I was so shy. I was like, I cannot oh, do it. Yeah. But um, I, I think I'll clarify this with my parents. But I'm sure my sisters, one of them, read it, and it's hilarious because I thought, God, this is this this will um, this is when printed, you know, their mm-hmm. printed catalogues and stuff. It will be, you know, bought out every Christmas. Oh, look at Nicola in there. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. So yeah, well, I refused. <laughs> but it's so funny because it would have been, I suppose, the noughties, I guess. And I should imagine, like, the sty- even the styling of, like, the merch was really noughties, so it could have been dreadful or it could have been brilliant. So, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, nothing like AJ Chase's sort of sponsorship deal or whatever with Spurs <laughs> on a lower level, but... Um, yeah, I do remember reading that and I thought that's nice, isn't it? If you've loved the club since you were a kid, that's, you've yeah. made it, haven't you? Yeah, you've made that's it. Right. You're yeah. doing really well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm also pleased that like, I listened to it. As we have said a number of times, very different contrast with the two albums this week, which was great. Mm. I love switching between the two. Yeah. It was really interesting. So, 
Um, as always, I cannot wait to uh, to find out what you want me to listen to for next week. Okay, well, in the week I heard the Snuts new song, which is called Zucker Punch. The Snuts are from Scotland. They've been around since 2015. And yeah, their, their song is called Zucker Punch and it's a bit of a, um, well, when you... When you watch the video or listen to it, you will understand it's a little bit of social commentary. Um, and I urge you to listen to Zucker Punch, but the album is that that's going to be on isn't out yet. Um, they released an album last year called WL. And so I'd like for us to listen to Scottish band The Snuts and their 2021 album WL, please. How exciting. Um, I don't want, I, I want, I love going in fresh, but what's the genre? What type of music is it? Is uh, it? No, I'm not going to tell you. <gasps> Basically, because I can't quite, I can't quite figure it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably, it, it, they would probably be known as a rock group, okay, but I cool. think they're, I think they're quite soulful. Oh, how interesting. Never heard of them. Another another musical education, which I love. Yeah. So excellent. Thanks, Rose. Brilliant. Um, Phil, I'd like you to listen to Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. And it's their self-titled album. Is that how you say it? You know, same band, same album name. It's from 2017. Um, Lucas Nelson is the stepson of Willie Nelson. Right. And um, one of their tracks from this album is probably one of my most played tracks it's called Find Yourself it's absolutely gorgeous and I play it a lot I discovered it through a recommendation from Spotify where you know you're listening to one thing and then it takes you to another band and it was just immediate oh this song I have to listen to it again so it's on this album um, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real they're an American sort of country rock group but I I hear country music when I listen to it as well um, as you you know may imagine they're also Neil Young's studio and touring band um, I just oh they're really interested because I love this yeah. track and I can't believe I've never listened to the album in its entirety so I've, I know nothing about the other tracks and I hope it's not a letdown given how much I love this song but that, yeah it, this good. feels like um, remember Nora Jones had that massive hit with Don't Know Why mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the person that wrote it was someone called Jesse Harris. Did you know this? No. Yeah. No. And he's got a band called Jesse Harris and the Ferdinandos. Ferdinandos? Oh, Ferdinand. I can't quite remember a now. Great name. And and also it, like and I I met him a couple of times, right? And he looks a bit like Buddy Holly, you know, like oh, like curly hair really? and, and uh, those black specks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I can remember me he did like a, a performance. What used to happen in um like uh, before COVID and before digital music is you would get serviced to CD with like no album art or anything do you know what I mean like so right. you'd get serviced that um, and you'd get invited usually to like some kind of showcase you know and so I went to a showcase and I was so completely in love with him after he <laughs> sang but I that, that someone was like, oh yeah here's Rosie from this radio station uh, she, I think she'd probably like to speak to you and I just went hi <laughs> <laughs> I've never met you I'm before. Just, like, I think I love at you. him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get the knees. Oh, how interesting! Oh, now I need to. Oh, this is so. I've got loads of homework this week. I really want to listen to that band as well. So it's interesting you've picked up on the same vibe as that because I was so when I first heard this song there was you know it's an instant like but I wanted to learn more immediately wanted to go oh, who are they what do they do where are they touring what are they doing like you know it was really nice to go on that path of discovery so I wonder I hope you might feel the same way with these guys as well Brill. So, excellent Brill. 
Our top five this week was suggested by Nicola because she's been talking about capital cities with her son and thought it'd be really good to find some songs with capital cities in them. This was both easier and more difficult than I was expecting. Um, Me too. I found lots for Paris, did you? Yeah, yeah, loads for Paris, <laughs> yeah. We, we'd obviously discounted London. We'd set we ourselves had, the we? caveat yeah. that we, that and it, it put, arguably is a playlist in itself, so we won't touch, you know, London. Um, but, yeah, it was, like you said, also really tested by geographical knowledge. Because I, had to keep, I had to keep Googling which towns were, were capital cities. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, if you looked at my Google search, it would be like T-Pain, NPR Day, thing you know a bit of uh, the and other stories website and then it'd be like what is the capital city <laughs> so yeah lots of like checking in it made me love when you said i believe last week you said oh you know for example barcelona you know that would be a good one but but you know you were saying is but obviously it's not the capital of spain and in my head i was like thank god i didn't use that because <laughs> of no but know, i think it is the capital yeah. of spain but isn't that uh, madrid no no it is madrid no you're right yeah 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 no, no, but, no, but, but i only knew that when you reminded yeah, me no, that it isn't the I capital know. of spain i was something, like god i'm something so Yes, yeah, it happened uh, when I was. I thought so one song came up, and I was like, "Oh, no, I can't use that because it's not the capital." <laughs> and then, and then I was like, "Oh, hang on, yes, it is. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. Like, just, just stop it." Yeah. Search on Google. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I had to really test myself. I thought, God, I do feel a bit. So, you know, like really, I am. It, a, I am a one hundred percent thicker when it comes to geography. Me like too. One hundred percent. And and Evan at the moment has got um, a big world map on his wall, so we're doing lots of dis- discussions around that. Mm. And he bought a book. That, we, he was bought a book for Christmas, so it's lovely to kind of rediscover stuff with him. But when he says like, "Mummy, what's the capital of?" I mean, hungry. I know, but that was one the other day. But there was this was like nine o'clock, and he should have been asleep, obviously. And there yeah. was a moment where I was like, I don't know and I was like oh, oh give me another one France <laughs> you know like <laughs> is it Budapest yeah but I had to look I had to look so I kept sort of drawing into the easy ones like oh try Italy you know that would yeah. be test me test me you know but nothing too complicated so um, yeah very much influenced by having to do geography again at the, in my mid 40s um, but yeah I, I like this playlist it took me um I liked it because I, I thought I had loads initially, but I realised there were a lot of Paris. And also I had to be really true to myself if I actually liked the song. So it was kind yeah, of like, you know, yeah. I, I, I whittled it down. So uh, exciting. So I, I came up with a few and then I did a bit of a Google and a song by Eighth Wonder. We've discussed Eighth Wonder before, right? Eighth Wonder, they had a song called Cross My Heart and it's supposed to feature the... It's supposed to feature Paris in it, but I look, but anyway. So obviously, I put it on and realised I knew every single word, <laughs> right? Which I didn't didn't realise until it was on. Um, n- none of which were Paris, so <laughs> so I had to quickly mention that because I want to get it in anyway because I didn't realise that it was such an amazing song. I just completely forgot. <laughs> That's brilliant. It. One of my notable mentions I realised is such a reach because it was like it's fantasy by Mariah Carey, but it's the ODB remix, which is possibly. Right. One of my favourite songs ever because, you know, at the beginning when he kind of does the intro rap, he, he says something like, blah, 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 New York's in the house. And then he goes like, um, Atlanta, Georgia, are you in the house? And he starts sort of reeling off these names. I was like, brilliant. But there's literally one reference to New York. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but New York isn't the capital of America. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course it is. <laughs> This is what I was like this week. Of course, it's Washington DC. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was that initial. It was that 
that initial brilliant that references New York I know but I I think I've managed to do it Um, my number five is actually a song that mentions a few capital cities in it it's and I never get it in the right word, right order, but it's London, New York, Paris, Munich. Everybody talk about pop music. <laughs> so it's in my number five is pop music by M. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so Paris is the only one that it mentions, but you know. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that didn't enter my head, but totally now I can see. So... <laughs> But at least it's in it, and at least it's factually correct, <laughs> which I'm slightly to get a bit nervous about mine. Um, I keep like sort of swapping mine around, but my number five is Rio de Janeiro Blue by Randy Crawford. Now, a bit of a caveat: Rio, Rio de, Janeiro de Janeiro isn't, isn't is the not, but it <laughs> <Because> was. <I'm... laughs> It was the country's capital between 1763 and 1960. So I thought, oh, kind of good. And the reason I put this in, I do love this, it's from her Secret Combination album, which is also from 1981, and it's got You Might Need Somebody on it, it, which I went down a bit of a trip with that. But I do really like this track. Um, So, yeah, slightly not cheating. It was a capital city. It isn't anymore. It's... Brasilia um, but I thought it has to go on because I do love it so uh, Randy Crawford is my number five Lush I, I really like that song I know because I wanted to put in I thought I was being really clever by putting the girl from Ipanema in again um, because Ipanema is a beach oh, in Rio yeah. isn't it and I was like oh yeah yeah I'll do that one and then I was like oh hang on Rio is not <laughs> the capital um, right okay but actually I'm going to add that to my not- notable mentions now that we've now that oh, we've yeah. established that it was once upon a time. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, uh, my number four is Paris by Groove Armada. I don't know if you oh. know this one. It's I don't. No, I honestly don't. As is How most lovely. of Groove Armada's output. What's your four? Fantastic. Well, number four keeps switching from one thing to the next. It was um, One Night in Bangkok by the Vinyl Shakers, which could be cheesy, but I do really enjoy it. However, I've decided to push that down to the notable mentions. My number four is Havana, Camilla Oh, it's a notable mention of mine. (laughs) Featuring Young Thug. I do prefer um, some of their other stuff, but this is undoubtedly uh, infectious, isn't it? You know, you hear it and you're like, you start to kind of... It It was one of the first pop songs that my youngest daughter could sing oh oh that's lovely yeah i know my nephews like this song so yeah really yeah. nice it's yeah. a lovely one isn't it very summery so is uh, it the yeah. one with the dodgy video of her kind of like writhing around on the floor oh or maybe oh. i saw her at the summertime ball a couple of years ago a couple five whatever it is years ago <laughs> um yeah she's brilliant absolutely she's, brilliant she fantastic yeah. yeah she's amazing so yeah i've gone number four is havana brill um, my number three is No Woman, No Cry by Bob Marley because he talks about Trenchtown in Kingston. Oh, that's lovely. Or oh, it gives me goosebumps, really like, this song. Yeah, I really love yeah, this song. It was nearly number it. one, but not quite. Not quite. There's two better. There's two mm. better songs <sighs> in my top five. I know. Can you believe I it? Can't, I can't believe it. I absolutely adore this song. Proper goosebump stuff. Oh, wonderful choice. My number three is Budapest by George Ezra. Um, I know it was, you know, it was everywhere, wasn't it? Everywhere, everyone was singing it, and it was very successful on the charts of, of, in, of, in some international countries. But 
he, um, I think he suffers from a bit of James Bluntism. Oh, where he was just yeah. so, so, so successful that people decided they didn't like him. Yeah, I know exactly what you yeah. mean. A bit of jealousy. Oh, and do you, I, do you follow James Blunt on Twitter? I was, I was just oh about to say, it is one of my daily pleasures to, to, see, to read James Blunt take down other people. Oh, he's hilarious, isn't, isn't he? It? I know. It yeah. is absolutely hilarious. He's sort of almost like, he's so self-deprecating, isn't he? You know, he realises. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's I love him. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> my... Number two is Ultravox Vienna. Oh, I'm so glad you included it. It's in my notable mentions. It's lovely, isn't it? It's just epic. Yeah, it's epic. And it's um, you just can't stop singing it, can you? When when it's... Uh, and have you ever been in a crowd when people are singing it? Like in a nightclub or, you know, not a nightclub, but, you know, like a, a, like a party or something. Um, everyone's like, Oh, Vienna! Yeah, it means nothing to me. You can really belt it out, can't you? <laughs> People do that. What you just did, where they go like from one side to the other, like. <laughs> it's it. so epic. It's mm. so epic. Yeah, great choice. Definitely in my notable mentions, but I'm glad that it's gone into your top five because it's great, great choice. Oh, from one sort of very classy song to one that's just really jaunty and musical. But my number two is. Bu- is Buenos Aires by Madonna from the Evita soundtrack. Oh. Now, I'm not sure if you're an Evita, if you, whether you've listened to the Evita soundtrack, the Madonna version from I 1996. Have, yes. I love this song so much. It's everything about it, like it, there's a train horn at the beginning and then it's like Latin percussion, drums, and then she talks about, it's when Ava um, finally arrives into the city and I just love it. It's so much fun. And there's just one bit where I love where she sings, I won't, I will not sing, I, I won't, put you through it but where she says something like Rio de la Plata Florida Corrientes Nueve de Julio um, all I want to know and she's kind of like I can even in the video it's just loads of dancing and singing and I love this song Um, I had it on at the weekend like doing the washing up and the windows were open I was like poor neighbours I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) you know like other people might be really sort of like have a noisy neighbour who plays like really loud like bass Mm, drum mm. and bass jungle with me they get like the Evita soundtrack they're like oh my god she's on (laughs) she's on one again I'd quite like that Um, I thought you might do Madonna Justify My Love because that's got Kiss You in Paris Hold You in Rome hasn't it Oh, yes. Yeah, it's in my oh, it's in my um, notable mentions. Oh, yeah. what a great choice! That's a fantastic one. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, and also fact about Bjork, our music club album. I didn't realise that she wrote bedtime stories with Madonna. Did you yes. know that? Yes, I did. I didn't yeah. Know that. I mean, that's a yeah powerhouse. But there were some arguments it? there, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of disagreement in that studio. <laughs> well, I hope so anyway. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> it's, the outcome was amazing. So, uh, oh, great. Yeah, Justify My Love. What a great choice. My number one is French Kissing in the USA by Debbie <gasps> Harry. She mentions Paris in it. I'm really sorry. I've got like three Paris songs, but. Yeah. There's loads of songs about Paris. It's, it's, it's been a real uh, inspiration for a lot of artists, hasn't yeah. it? Understandably. Oh, this is such a great track. I love this. Me too. Oh, it had amazing. to be my number one because it was just... If, 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 if Vienna isn't stuck in your head, French kissing in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this track. It was definitely on one of the, not now. It was, wasn't it? Um, compilations, it was like but it was on hits. one of those like hits. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, oh, it, it really, 
It's so much. So I remember loving it. Oh, what a great choice. Oh. And um, I, and my, I can remember my dad telling me just how gorgeous Debbie Harry is. You know, like I can remember <laughs> yeah. my dad saying, well, she is a very attractive woman, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, my dad had a little crush on her. <laughs> I think most people I have. Everyone they? did, she, yeah. her, Everything about her look then in later life even now, you know, it's just so cool, mm. unbelievably cool. Well, actually, I've gone for also another cool front woman for my number one. Yeah. I, and it's also French, it's Paris. It's Paris Ooh La La by Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. Um, it's it, She's a goddess, Grace Potter. Um, and one of my favourite band names ever, Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. They're an American rock band and um, this track... Um, is so good. I re- have you heard it? No, because I think you I would love it. Wait. It's from 2010, so it's still like 10, 12 years uh, old. Ah, yeah, no, just still those hits. Are, those still sounds so good, weren't they? Those were my, uh, you know, I had a two-year-old, oh. and <laughs> <laughs> you went ooh la la in in Paris. You were um, <laughs> looking elbow after deep a child. in nappies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great track. I just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just really infectious and it's rocky, but it's really cool. Her voice is amazing. I do think you'll really like it actually. So that was always when it, when I thought of this theme, that was always going to be my number one. Brilliant. Paris ooh la la. Okay. Um, I would... Oh, gosh, this is a good... Yeah, I really... uh, I'd really like... uh, Right, I don't mind getting rid of Groove Armada at Paris. Okay. That's fine. I want to listen to it, though. Yeah. Okay, but I don't mind... I don't mind that not being in the top five. What about you? You got any that you don't mind? I don't mind saying goodbye to Havana, actually. Despite really enjoying it, I'm I'm happy for it to be in the notable mentions. So yeah, I think that can. I felt like that in the end goodbye. about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'd really like Paris Ooh La La if possible because okay. it's. Um, I think you'll like it as well. Um, I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I think I would like French Kissing in the USA. For me, it's it well, it's between all three of them all three of the ones I've got left, but the thing is about that all... I've chosen three anthems, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, you really have. I think I would really like to keep Rio de Janeiro Blue by Randy Crawford because I really like that song. Yeah, me too. And it gives a nice contrast to the pop and rock sound. So, yeah. And I think with my remaining ones, I've got Budapest by George Ezra and Buenos Aires by Madonna. But despite loving them and despite putting that awful image in your head of me dancing around the kitchen as if I was Ava Perron, I am quite happy to say goodbye to those if because I really like... Really? Yeah, yeah. OK, so I could choose... We need to choose two out of pop music, No Woman, No Cry and Vienna. What do you reckon? I, I think Vienna by Ultravox is just so epic. Yeah, me too. Sort of... I, why don't we get rid of pop music by M? Okay. Um, because also that Bob Marley one, when I said about it, you were like, oh, I love this I song. Do. It was an so immediate... So let's do that. Okay, oh, cool. yeah. Right. Okay. So in that case then, our final top five songs that feature capital cities in the lyrics are No Woman, No Cry by Bob Marley. Rio de Janeiro Blue by Randy Crawford, Ultravox, Vienna, French Kissing in the USA by Debbie Harry, and Paris Ooh La La by Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. 
excellent. excellent. So really enjoyed that. I feel educated geographically. Me <laughs> kind of, apart too. from New York's in the house. Uh, actually, it's not because it's not the capital. <laughs> <laughs> that did really make me laugh. Uh, I've just that. I would. One I really, really need to talk to you about is They Might Be Giants that did It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople, which which goes through my head. It's in my notable mentions and it goes through my head every single time I see the word Istanbul, which is surprisingly quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> That's brilliant. And our theme for next week, Rosie and I have decided to think about tracks um, that are related to age. So, for example, we could be thinking about being young or we could be thinking about getting old. We thought it would be a good theme to to try. Yeah, so maybe getting old or being young or a few songs have popped into our heads, haven't they, about yeah. like being yeah. too young to do something or being, you know, or wanting to be old or, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think, I, think, I reckon we're going to find loads. So do I. Do you think so we might have to do part one and part, part two. two. Absolutely. Perhaps we're checking midweek and see how we're getting on. We'll be like, I've got 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be a bit much. But yeah, already I'm doing that thing like we often do, you and I, we spark ideas off each other, don't we? So, you know, yeah. I'm already like, oh, oh. So yeah, we're, 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 perhaps we might need to narrow it down. But we're, we're, the, the key word is age and then we'll think about maybe how to narrow that one down. But yeah, that's a good, I'm, enjoy, I'm already looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, like I don't it. want to speak to you anymore. Yeah, I just want to go and find the <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Pause and Play It Forward. This is episode nine of season two. We have talked about two albums and come up with the top five today. If you want to get in touch with us, it would be lovely to hear from you. We are on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and all the links to those are on our show description. The albums that we've talked about in episode nine are Bjork's debut and AJ Tracy's Flu Game. And for episode 10, Rosie's asked me to listen to The Snuts, WL. And I've asked Rosie to listen to Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real and their self-titled album from 2017. Our top five this week was a compilation of songs that feature capital cities, which was a little bit more uh, difficult than we thought it was because we're not very good with our geography. <laughs> but, but it was fun. But I don't think quite as much fun as next episode, which is going to be on age. If you have any that you would like to send to us, please do find out how you can contact us on our show description. So wherever you are and whatever you're doing, remember to pause and play it forward. This is a Prolap Media production. Hold up. 